Good day, ma'ams and sirs, and welcome to the Number 9 with Tommy podcast, a holiday letter. Dear general public, we're drawing closer to Christmas when we all worship our Savior, decorate trees, hang lights, and love all our neighbors. We put spiced rum in eggnog and savor the flavors. We use Santa as a crutch to alter our children's behaviors. Will this year be different? Will families be parted by words? Will they let politicians control them like sheepish, dumb turds? Will your aunt fight your father with the passion of Trump? Will Uncle Larry make a comment about Biden looking for children to sniff on and hump? Will every soldier be home to eat with the lives they protect? Will words offend others with the hate they project? When given the choice this holiday season to be right or be kind, kindness is the answer when peace is what you're hoping to find. You can still be an asshole, an absolute piece of shit. Just do everyone a favor and wait until after the 25th. Enjoy the time with your loved ones and keep your opinionated cockhole zip shut. Don't ruin people's day with your unrequested thoughts, you bitch fuck. Even if the idiot across from you seems to just have spoken from butt, maybe try closing your mouth and letting your ears and eyes open up. Your silence is golden, like a shower, you see. And that's the best advice I can give you. Love, P. Tom, the turkey, motherfucking Washington. What's been up, man? How are you? I'm all right, man. Tired. Tom, did you notice that I can sign love, P, and it's both urine and Patrick? Urine? We call that a double entendre. A little well, play I on words. I see what you did there. P, meaning urine. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> I'm tired, man. Uh, uh, dude, before before I started doing the timeline, I didn't think I was going to make it through the timeline. Once I started doing it, I was fine. But I was I, fucking hit earlier. I told you. We should have just done this tomorrow. But here we are on a Sunday night. Pat, do you see what my shirt says? Uh, that's the... I saw it before when you were much bigger on the screen. It's the, uh, if I die today, tell Pat McAfee I love him or something. I love him. Okay. Great shirt. I found this. So, uh, I Pat, found this. How'd you lose it? Well, I have a lot of shirts, Pat, or I had a lot of shirts. And I get into this rotation where I wear like the same seven or eight t shirts. You know what I mean? And it's just a constant rotation of these seven or eight t shirts. The other ones get shuffled away and never to be seen again. And I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm sure all of us do it. Um, and uh, so I have a problem with jeans, Pat. Don't worry, this is all going to loop together. I have a problem with jeans where I have to buy relaxed fit boot cut jeans. Or else my big ass thighs and my big ass calves don't fit in the pants and they're uncomfortable as shit. I'm sure you can I relate. can't tell you how much I feel that. Yeah. So, uh... And because I wear the same three or four pairs of jeans, even though I own fucking 30 pairs of jeans, but I wear the same three or four because those are the ones that are comfortable. Um, my jeans get all fucked up. So yesterday, Eric and I went out and got me some new jeans. And I decided to go through all my clothes and get rid of shit that's get thrown away, stuff I can donate, all this stuff. So I go through a bunch of shit and I said, you know what? I'm going to go through what's in my dresser because I never go through what's in my dresser. 
and I found this shirt. I found like three or four shirts that I'm like, man, I haven't seen a shirt in forever. I wish I wore it more often. So I found this. I found my universal uh, sweatpants, the ones I got when I was in Disney. Actually wearing those right now. Nice. It's pretty much like I went shopping in my own dresser yesterday. Gotta love those days, man. That's like that's like when you put a pair of jeans on and you got a twenty in the pocket, you know? Yeah, I don't have that problem because I never put money in my pockets. Oh, that shit happens to me. And I find it from like last year, like, you know, because I don't wear jeans really once the weather's warm enough, I'm in shorts. Uh so I'll put put on a pair of jeans for the first time in a year and I'm just like, Oh, there they there it is. Nice. When Eric hey, and I when Eric and I first started dating, this is no bullshit. Uh we were together maybe a year. I'm going on a vacation and I'm going to borrow a book bag from America and I'm going through all the pockets and stuff. I open up one of them. There's $250 in cash in this fucking pocket. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And she's like, Oh, that's where that went. That's from when the girls paid me from softball. Softball was over for like six months at this point. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's she awesome. does it all the time. It drives me insane. It drives me insane. Uh, Pat, who do you got tonight? The Chiefs or the Raiders? Uh, man, I believe I took the Raiders. Hold on, I'll tell you. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. I have not looked at football, so this is uh, this will be interesting. Yo, somebody is signed into my... Which does not look good for my week, I'll tell you that. Yo, I gotta uh, tell you. I have the Raiders. Somebody is signed into my Twitch account, and they just said, ha-ha, in the chat. I assume it's Erica, but I have no idea. Oh, man. I, whoever it is, <laughs> if you're listening, I would start making confessions. Uh, Hey, Pat, I got $8. You want to do a little bet tonight? What fucking mean you have eight dollars? That's all that that's all I got left in my uh in my account for Vandal. Bro, didn't you win a thousand dollars on a bet? Oh, I withdrew that thousand dollars immediately. Because oh, okay. I know that I am a degenerate gamble. Now mind you, at this point I'm probably close to even since I won that thousand dollars. <laughs> I have lost some money. Um but anyway, let's do a little uh I'm gonna take the Raiders plus three. I think it's a good bet. You think the is it going to be under or over 52 and a half? I can tell you this. I'm not going to trust you. I'm going to take a look at this. That, I'm going to make my assessment based on my own fucking thoughts. I'm going to go with you because I talked you out of the Bears. <laughs> uh, let's see. Anytime touchdown score. I don't know. I think we should keep oh, it simple. Are we going right? same game parlay? Yeah, I'm going to do a same game parlay. Um, I'd like to do anytime touchdown scores, but I've been getting burned on those a lot. So I think I'm just going to stick to like passing yards and maybe some rushing yards. Uh, let's see. Player oh, passing like, yards. What's with. No. I don't like the same game parlay where it picked everything for me. No, 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 no. You go in and you hit. Uh, like you go into the game and you hit more wages. Or wagers, and then you oh, there's yeah, a whole yeah, bunch of any anything with the green SGP you can make a same game parlay. Oh, okay, okay, uh, so like the money line and stuff doesn't count. 
Oh, game lines. Yeah, no. Okay, so that's SGP, you can make it count. Parlay. Yeah, you can make it count by you group them all together and make one big bet. Um, you think Derek Carr's gonna be over two ninety? I don't, that's a lot of yards, man. I'm gonna hit Derek Carr uh, under two ninety. What do you think? Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna bet the Raiders money line. I'm gonna bet the Raiders plus three. You can't combine those two. Why not? Uh, you can't combine the spread with the money line. You pick one or the other. But if you're, but if you're going to take the Raiders money line, just take them plus three. You're getting three free points at that point. The odds right. are slightly better if you take the money line. Okay. I'm going to bet Tyreek Hill as an anytime touchdown score. Okay. What else you got? What else you, you got to talk? I'm looking. I'm looking, man. I I was not prepared for this, so now I'm just kind of poking around. Ooh, should we take the Raiders, the uh, four-way win margin? Raiders win by 1 to 13 points? I'm going to do Derek Carr under the 290. That's I, I think that's solid. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Derek Carr's over for rushing yards is 5.5. <laughs> if this motherfucker falls by accident, he's going to hit. The over? Yeah, his over is, is the under over is 5.5 rushing yards for Derek Carr. You going to take that one? I don't know. It seems <laughs> like such a good idea. Right. One scramble and he's got it. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Tyreek Hill over seventy three and a half. Over seventy three and a half. All right. My bet right now, if I wager ten dollars, I've got Vegas plus three. I've got Tyreek Hill scoring a touchdown anytime. Tyreek Hill getting 73 and a half rushing yards and Derek Carr under 290 passing yards. $10 wins me $110. And Tom, I'm going to make a confession. I forgot to make the fucking $50 Steelers bet. So Tom, I'm doing $50 on this same game parlay. If I hit, it's $554.33. Why would you do that? Bet placed. Why would you do that? That seems like such a bad move. Why? Seems like a lot, dude. Oh, what the fuck is going on right now? I'm not. Do you telling me that? Hold on. This fucking thing didn't locate me when I signed in. So it thinks that I'm betting outside a legal jurisdiction. Do you think the Raiders are going to win by one to 13 points or 14 or more? I think it's going to be one to 13. All right. I'm going to add that to mine. And because I only have eight dollars left, I'm doing the same bet as Pat. I just added that to mine. Eight dollars will win me 135 bucks. And if this hits tonight, this puts me even for the day. I gotta go back and do all my shit. So it's official that Erica is on my uh, my Twitch account because she says go against anything Chunk D says betting wise. 
Uh, Tom, what was my last thing? I have uh, Tyreek Hill. I have the Raiders. Oh, I also had Tyreek Hill receiving yards. Yeah. Okay. Maybe this time it'll let me make my fucking wager. I don't, you sure you were signed in before? Because it'll let you oh, go clearly through. Clearly, I wasn't. Stuff. Yeah, it'll let you go through all that stuff if you're not signed in. Pat, I noticed you didn't put up mail time on the uh, on the timeline, or maybe you did, but you didn't put the actual mail um, in there. I changed it to fifty five dollars. Now I'll win if I hit. I'll hit six hundred nine dollars and seventy six cents. Well, let's. Hey, Pat, big day for the number nine podcast. We won the survivor pool that we Excellent. were doing. So uh, <clears throat> that was pretty good. Pretty excited about that. Dude, this did the same fucking thing. It told me I'm not... Whatever. What? Yeah, hold on. I'll tell you exactly what it says. You're fucking killing me. It says, You can't play in this jurisdiction without multi-factor authentication enabled. No funds have been deducted from your account. Oh, you have to set up... You have to set up uh, two-factor authentication. You haven't done it yet? No, how the fuck do I do that? What is that? It's where it sends you a text message and gives you a code, and you just got to put in the code every time you log in. Okay. It's Let's kind of a pain in the ass. But hey, while you're setting that up, I'll read what uh, Pan- Panachronic left another comment on the last episode. It said, hey, the Tom McDonald at the beginning, hell yeah. I've been watching the Kyle Rittenhouse trial closely. It seems very unlikely he's found guilty of any of these charges. That said, I'm not quite caught up to the point where they're requesting a mistrial. Why? Also, to be clear, the football talk was just an example. I still stick around to the end of the show. Good show, boys. Appreciate <laughs> that, man. Appreciate that. Uh, did you see this article that uh, Erica sent in? Uh, what was it? The six-year-old that stiff-armed a bunch of people? Dude, have you seen that? Uh, I didn't put it in because I didn't want to have too many videos, uh, but I have seen the video, and that kid is fucking awesome. Yeah, he's a, he's a stud. He's a stud. He's six years old. Speaking, speaking of studs, not my kid, but the team won today, so uh, they play in the championship really? next, next Saturday. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, they're. Uh, we don't know who they're going against yet, but if I had to take a guess, they're going to play uh, Southington. Actually, um, it's official. I have no fucking clue how to do this. I you... went into my settings, couldn't find it there. See, number nineers, Pat is just figuring out another way not to spend the fifty-five dollars that he promised he would spend. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. It says enable two-factor authentication. I touched it. Is that it? Am I good now? I don't know. I will close the app and reopen it. Your bet should probably still stay there. <clears throat> Eight minutes till kickoff. I think Carr's going to fucking kill it. I think Carr's going to come and ball out just because he had such, such a shitty week last week. <coughs> <coughs> kind of like the Cowboys did today. The Cowboys fucked up the Falcons, man. So bad. So bad over there. Pat, you know we're live recording a podcast, right? Dude, I'm trying with everything I have in me 
to make this fucking work. I hear I've, you, man. I've upped my bet, Tom. I'm not even being funny. To $75. If I hit, it's 808.53. How do I do this two fucking authentication thing? Why do you keep boosting up your bet, the amount that you're betting? I'm frustrated, and this is what happens, Tom. <laughs> Jesus. You mean, what are you doing over there? How do you do this stupid authentication thing? Did you see that Kim Zoon first play of the game that he was in for today? Uh, ran in a touchdown. I saw zero football whatsoever today. The motherfucker ran in a touchdown, ripped off his helmet, and screamed, "I'm back! I'm back! I'm back!" And That's awesome. got a uh, unsportsmanlike conduct call. Uh, I was talking to Griff during that, and I said, "What do you think the odds were?" For Cam to be an anytime touchdown scorer or be the first uh, touchdown scorer. Because yeah. I would have loved to have some money on that. It had to be plus fucking 10,000. Yeah, it probably wasn't great. No, it was probably phenomenal. Like, no, I mean, the, the, like the odds weren't great for it to actually have happened. Yeah, so it was probably like plus 10,000. So you put 100 bucks on it, you win 10,000 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, the Seahawks suck. Pat Packers beat them at seventeen nothing. Really? Yeah, shut them the fuck out. Dude, Packers defense is fucking shutting people down. Rogers had a decent day too. He threw for over two fifty, I think. Tom, is it possible to pause the podcast and walk me through how the fuck I need to do this? Yes. All right, Pat's all set up. Now that I walked him through how to use the phone, and That's right. uh, we made a four-way same-game parlay bet, and we got a hundred bucks on the line. I win a thousand dollars, one thousand seventy-eight dollars, if I hit. So, Pat, if we win it, to, if we win, are you going to split that with me since we did the bet together? No, I'll give you some. <laughs> When you say split, you mean like shave, right? Like I'll shave you some off? No, like 50-50. Like it's my meal, but you can have a bite? No, like 50-50. I will not do... I'll, okay, I'll give you 50-50. No problem. I don't know what that means. You no, I'm saying I'll give you 50-50. You'll give you $50 of it? And 50 cents. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's get into some memes. All right. On this first meme, uh, it's, meme. it's a, a picture. picture. Whatevs, it's a picture of uh, three basketball players all with some Black Lives Matter shirts on. Uh, the dude in the middle looks like he is superimposed into the picture, but I guess that's real. Uh, he it says, uh, he stands because of his conscience, and it says his family serves in the military, so he's standing between two kneeling players. Uh, and it says, teammates understand and embrace him. They kneel because of their conscience, and it says their families experience inequality. He understands and embraces them. This is what it looks like to love your neighbor. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. That is from Corinthians 13, 7 and 8. Uh, that's a pretty cool picture, man, because these guys have figured out a way to make it work. They don't care what the other one's doing. They respect what the other one's doing, and they do their own thing. It's kind of like Jules' teeth. You know what I mean? Like, they're there for each other, but they're all kind of just doing their own thing. Jesus Christ. 
phobic to the chase said better turn your shit off and go root for the Raiders. I am rooting for the Raiders. Pat and I both just placed a... Oh, I assure you, I'm hoping Derek Carr has a mediocre night, but they win. <laughs> I'm going for the Raiders, but I'm really hating on Derek Carr. You're not hating on In fact, I hope, I hope Tyreek Hill makes it real close for them. What are you talking about? All you all you put in was that he. you hope he doesn't surpass 297 passing yards. Which would actually be a very good night. Yeah. That's all. Tom, never mind the headline on this. This next meme. Look at the smile on this woman's face. Does she look like she just got arrested in her orange jumpsuit for her fucking her mugshot? She looks hot as shit. Does that look like a sad woman? No, not at all. Tom, this incredibly happy woman comes with this headline. Wife bursts husband's testicles by smashing them in their wedding photo album after she catches him cheating. And that bitch is so happy right now. <laughs> I don't blame her. I fucking love it. You know he was sleeping, right? How else are you going to get them testes in a photo album? So this dude's sleeping. He's been cheating on her. He's all tuckered oh. out because he's been fucking whoring around. And she smashes his balls so hard in their photo album from their wedding that they burst. I love it. I couldn't even... Oof, just the pain. It's just... Uh, Phobic said he's actually been having regular 300-plus-yard games. Uh, did he last week? Phobic, what we're hoping for is that not to happen tonight. Just 297. You can't go over 297. I would like to see Derek Carr throw for 250 solid yards and uh, stop there. I, I'm hoping for a lot of rushing from the Raiders tonight. Yes. A lot of successful rushing. Tom, this next meme. We also uh, don't want them to win by more than 13. That's right. This is a meme. <coughs> Somebody asks at Elon Musk, is this true? And then posts a thing that says the Tesla logo is just a kitty's nose. Tom, there's a picture of the Tesla logo up <laughs> next to an up close photo of a cat's nose. And Elon Musk tweets back, replying to this person, yes. And I will never unsee this. Can you fucking, is this real? <coughs> <coughs> I don't know if it's real. I mean, it could be. It looks super real, Tom. Looks legit. Uh, Phobic said, yeah, I never really liked this podcast, so this is easy for me. Peace, bitches. Okay. Wow, that's that's really hurtful. I know. It just kind of hurt my feelings. Thanks for stopping by. I'm the next one. (laughs) Man, this is from a, a, a gallery of shower thoughts, which you know I love shower thoughts. This one says, a zombie combined with a ghost would make a living person. And I like that math, man. That's new math. That's what we should be teaching kids. That's a real word problem. I don't know if that's true. What do you mean? A zombie is somebody... I, I, like, this totally makes sense to me. A zombie, a zombie is, is dead. It's just a walking... Per- it's just... It's dead, though. I don't know if it's dead. It's the undead. The ghost is dead. The zombie is the undead. I don't know, man. So combine dead with undead, and what do you get? Living. Sure. All right. That's it for me. Moving memes. on. <laughs> Three Finger News. This first story is of, of one of my favorite stories ever. Pump the brakes. Man, gotta love Anchor. Thanks, Anchor.fm. Really appreciate you. Anyway, Pat. Same story. So uh, what's this first story about, Pat? Three Finger News. News that's sure to shock you. This one says, nobody's going to know. 
A Chinese restaurant serving sesame chicken using dino-shaped nuggets goes viral. In a humorous TikTok revealing a Chinese restaurant used dinosaur-shaped nuggets to make their sesame chicken. Tom, I fucking love dino nuggets, okay? You know what I'm talking about? The nuggets that are shaped like dinosaurs? They're so juicy. I don't know why. I don't think I've ever had a dino nugget in my life. They're amazing, and you should try them. Uh, But these motherfuckers have straight up made sesame chicken with some freezer section bagged ass frozen chicken nuggets. And more power to them because you got sesame dino chicken right there. What do you think? I mean, I'm not even upset about this in the least just because what the fuck did you think? that you think they're killing chickens in their fucking kitchens? I would rather eat a stegosaurus that tastes like chicken than a chicken made out of stegosaurus meat. You know what I'm saying? At yeah. least they're not serving dinosaurs that are shaped like chickens. Yeah. Uh, I had Chinese the other night. It was pretty good. I, Actually, Chinese. I, had, I had General South, so. But I assume if they're doing this with their sesame chicken, they're doing it with all their chicken meals like that. How, yeah, who knows? Maybe they're making, maybe they're grabbing some Tyson popcorn chicken and making the General South. Dude, I gotta tell you, I don't know what I ate today that is upsetting my stomach the way it is, dude, but I've been just eating Tums like crazy. Oh, you got heartburn or you got poopies? I got, like, heartburn, man. Ah, that's no good. It's bad, bro. It's bad. All I had was, uh, shepherd's pie. I, uh, my, my diet bet came to an end Friday morning. I weighed in. I, I had lost, uh, just over 21 pounds. Um... So that was exciting. And I, I had made the bet with my, I had made the deal with myself. I was going to go a little bit crazy this weekend and just kind of eat what I want to. And I'll be back on track tomorrow, which is fine. I'm set up. My lunch is packed. I'm ready to go. But uh, on Friday, after I weighed in, I had lunch and I decided I was going to get some. Uh, I love the 7 Eleven, the gas station food. So I got a slice of cheese, a slice of pepperoni. I got a spicy Jamaican beef patty. <laughs> I got a buffalo chicken taquito. Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> And I got a hot dog. So uh, I've eaten pretty damn healthy food for like two months straight. Uh, Let me tell you, there was not a single enjoyable thing that I had Friday for lunch. I almost vomited. I didn't finish a single piece of what I was eating. I ate about half of everything. And I was so fucked up afterwards. Like I had no motivation. I just wanted to take a little nappy nap. Uh, It was bad. That's what happens, man. That's what happens. So anyway. uh, I'm excited to be back on track tomorrow. Me too. Uh, Tom, apparently you posted on uh, the stream concession stand burger. Oh, yeah, it wasn't me, but uh, I had uh, I had a concession stand burger today and two hot dogs. I don't think that's it. I think it's the fucking uh, the shepherd's pie. I don't know why. So you think that it, rather than it being the concession stamp food you ate at a, a middle school football t- game, you think it's the homemade meal that Erica made you? Uh, I should preface this by two things. One, it wasn't fresh. It was leftovers from the other night. And two, okay. um, I had a lot of it. <laughs> so that could be the other part of it. You know what I mean? I fucking love it. <laughs> I almost called you today and said, just come eat some food because we had so much fucking food here. It was unreal. 
I'm I so was ex- worried that we weren't going to make enough food for the 12 people that we're going to have total. So like me, Miss Elizabeth, and then 10 of her family members. And let me tell you, I did. I did make enough food for the 12 people. Also, everybody brought food, which I did not know was happening. I Miss Elizabeth had told me, but I had totally forgotten. So, yeah, it was a lot of food. Nice. Yeah. <coughs> if you guys want if you guys want some meatballs, stop on by. Meatballs. So many meatballs. Were they the frozen meatballs or were they actually fresh meatballs? Nah, they were frozen meatballs, but I made up my own sauce and I crockpotted them and they were quite scrumptious. Uh and then I took some hoagie rolls and I I have a garlic and herb butter. They sell that in the grocery store now, garlic and herb. It's really good. So I made garlic bread with it and I uh, on the hoagie rolls. Like I just put the, the garlic and herb butter on it. And then we had fresh mozz. I sliced, sliced up fresh mozz, threw it on the hoagie roll, threw the meatballs on, and we had some really good uh, meatball grinders. What kind of fucking Thanksgiving are you having where you're serving meatball grinders? Okay, so here's what happened. Because we're going to have Thanksgiving down in Virginia, and her family's having Thanksgiving here, but we're not going to be with them. So we said, why don't we have an early Thanksgiving? We'll host. And they said, that's fine, but let's not do Thanksgiving food because we're going to have it next week, which I don't know why you can't have turkey two weeks in a row, but whatever. So I said, no problem. We'll just make a bunch of bullshit. So like I made I made bacon wrapped chicken, you know, the sweet and spicy bacon wrapped chicken. I made uh, meatball grinders. Um, we had a bunch of stuff for tacos. We did all kinds of crazy shit. Cool, cool, cool. All right, next story. Yeah, uh, this story is titled Dog Cage, Duct Tape. New details released in Hawaii child murder case. Tom, I can't say. Normally I go through. It takes me maybe five minutes. I read the article and then another five minutes to edit the article, right? So I'll take out all the things that say, like, this is a photo of because I've taken all the photos out. This story took me about 15 minutes to get on our timeline because the names just were mentioned over and over and over. And now, while these people have not been convicted of a crime, if they are found guilty, I hope that they live in misery for every waking moment of the rest of their lives. And then I hope they die in pain. Uh, moving to the story, the six-year-old girl allegedly murdered by her adoptive parents in Hawaii was starved and kept in a cage with duct tape over her mouth and nose, her older sister told investigators. this ho- The horrifying details were contained in arrest affidavit affidavits for woman 43 and her husband man 52 who reported isabel isabella missing on september 13th triggering a massive search the couple said she had vanished the previous night but investigators eventually determined that the girl had actually not been seen since mid-august so these people if they're truly guilty were smart enough to not report it for a full month two months sorry yeah three months september october not two months uh So nobody has been found so far. Uh, Isabella's 12-year-old sister, now 12 years old, you're old enough to to tell the truth. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. The 12-year-old could be lying. That's very, very possible. But this is her sister. I'd like to think she's not lying. Um, So Isabella's 12-year-old sister uh, told investigators earlier this month that the adoptive parents withheld food from the younger girl and then made her sleep in a dog cage so she couldn't forage for food at night. Two months ago, the sister said the parents woke her up in the middle of the night after Isabella was found unresponsive in the cage. She went into the bathroom and saw that Isabella had duct tape on her mouth and her nose and was not breathing. Woman, 
then filled the tub with water and put Isabella into it to see if she could wake her up, but it didn't work. The older sister then had to carry Isabella's body into the bedroom, and she was asked to keep it a secret by woman and man regarding what happened. The sister did not see what happened to I Isabella's body. The adoptive parents have pleaded not guilty. Uh, William Harrison, an attorney who is not representing them but has acted as a spokesperson, told the Associated Press, All I can say is I'm obviously saddened by what's happened. Dude, here's the thing. And this is going to sound fucked up of me, okay? I think we can all, like, through the, the things that I've said, we can all get past what I'm about to say, which is I'm really not against murder. Like, sometimes somebody needs to fucking die. Okay. Some motherfuckers gotta die. I, it's fucked up. I get it. But especially like in a self-defense case, kill that person, man. If it's your life or theirs, it's theirs. Fuck them. I gotta but tell you, there's a guy when from the Make It Make Sense podcast. Yeah. Who literally said that to me one day. We were talking about somebody that got shot in 84. Uh, and he said, hey, sometimes a motherfucker's gotta die, you know? That's straight up what yeah. he said to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, ooh. Well, we're not just talking about murder. When we're talking about torture, right? And this is a six-year-old. Um, I mean, Colin was six. You know what a six-year-old is like. A six-year-old doesn't have a bad bone in their body. They're good people. They're innocent. They're, you know, they're f full of life. You can see it in their eyes. They think, you know, that, like, you're just a fucking god among men. When you walk into a room, their eyes light up. Even if you're the biggest piece of shit on the planet, that six-year-old fucking loves you, man. And they're caging this fucking kid and duct taping it and not feeding. Like, dude, what the fuck? So I hate these motherfuckers if it's true. When you told when it said that they uh, were like putting her in a cage, said she couldn't scrummage for food afterwards. My first thought was maybe she's a little a little chunky and they're really trying to help her. But then we're talking about duct taping her face and all that. That's not that's not cool. Well, I mean, okay. And then bro, she was barking like a dog, if, and then, you know. If your kid's fucking fat, you don't starve the kid. You feed it healthy food, right? I Like, like this is not justifiable on any level, I'm bro. not trying to justify it. I'm just saying I'm trying to put myself in their shoes, right? Like, All right, yeah. You know? Could, the, could, could a fat kid afford to miss dinner? Sure. But it's not healthy, and it's not over a good in Hawaii. Idea. All they eat is Reese's peanut butter cups and fucking uh, spam. Bam. So, yeah, that's it. this pineapple eating <laughs> fucking family needs to feed their kids. That's the main. That's the moral of the story here. But also, if this story is true, which I'm not saying that it is, but if the story is true, I hope they burn in hell. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Time the next story. Newborn baby killed by stray dog. Family took in and fed. They just saw an animal in need. Tom, this is not, because we did cover a story like this. This is not the same story we covered about a year ago, because uh, we did cover uh, a, a family dog killing a child. This is like eight days old. This was from November 11th. So, oh, I'm sorry. This is three days old. The baby boy was eight days old when he was attacked by a female pit bull in his family's North Carolina home. I'm going to ask you a question after I read this story. An infant has died after being mauled by a dog in North Carolina. The baby boy was eight days old when he was attacked by a female pit bull in his, family Ken in his family's Kenley home around 5 a.m. Uh, the police chief, Josh Gibson, said, First and foremost, we offer our sincere condolences to the family and their friends during this difficult time. 
the dog has been taken to Johnson, Johnston County Animal Control and will be euthanized. The dog was a stray that showed up to their house, and they allowed the dog to be in there for a few days. It was not a typical family dog. They just saw an animal in need and brought it into their house. He added that the family is requesting privacy. It's already been one of the most tragic events that could happen to a person, something they have no understanding or reasoning is how or why this could have happened. Tom, before I give my take on this, uh, can you I figure out how or why this could have happened? Can I figure out how or why? They took in a fucking stray animal? Well, they, they said, that, you know, this is already hard enough, man. We can't figure out how, how or why this would have happened. Well, it happened because you brought in a stray animal and didn't leave. There you go. How about it. because, like, like, so typical of American culture, because you cared more for a fucking animal than a human being. That's why this fucking happened. Yeah, Are you uh, fucking kidding me? No, well, I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe, like, I don't know. They saw a dog that was in need. They didn't probably think anything of it, brought it in. Uh, no, listen, I gotta tell you, if my kid's eight days old, the last thing I'm fucking worrying about is bringing in a stray animal. That's just yeah. me. That's me, though. People, man, people are people. They, they care. You know what I don't like about this article? No, that was a question. Um, go ahead. I don't like the need to put in the breed of the dog. Because pit bulls get so much hate as it is. Like, I agree. You know, like it was a dog. Like we can leave yeah, it at I, that. Well, and it's an eight-day-old child. I mean, a fucking uh, a poodle could kill an eight-year-old. I'm sure if it really wanted to. An, eight, an eight-day-old. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, you don't really know this dog. Why the fuck are you letting it run to your like, like whatever you want to take it in and help it? I'm down. But why are you letting it be near your baby? You don't know if the dog's aggressive. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, look, if I'll give if you, you this example. If you want to do right by the dog, find the dog a home that can take that dog. Your home cannot take that dog. You have a fucking eight-day-old. Well, listen, this is a prime example, right? I know that my dog, Rex, doesn't like kids. He's nervous around them, and it only happened, it only had to happen one time. He, like, he, he nipped at a child. He didn't bite him or anything, but he nipped at him. So now we know, because we use our brains, that he's not allowed around little kids. And when I say little, I'm talking like three, four, five, six. After that, he's probably a little bit more comfortable around them. And he sure. knows that he's uncomfortable around them, so he tries not to go around them. The problem is little kids don't know any better, and they, go up, they see a dog, and they go up to it, they want to pet it. And he's right. like, nah, get the fuck away from me. So, well, and th listen, this story doesn't say that this family walked in the living room. The dog was feasting on the child's fucking face. I'm not even saying that this is a violent dog. They threw in Pitbull to make it seem like a violent dog. But I would guess if this dog was violent, it would be in the fucking story. The truth is this dog could have stepped on the fucking kid's head. We don't know what happened. What yeah. we know is this dog was not known. They didn't know if this dog was trained. They didn't. Th this kid could have drowned in the dog's shit. The, ki the dog literally could have shit on the kid's face. And the, the baby's not able to turn its head. You know, anything could have happened. This was not a safe situation. These parents should be on trial for negligence. That's where I'm at. They made a terrible decision 
for the care of their child. I think it's a good take. I actually, for once, think it's a good take, Pat. Fuck these people. All right. All right. Calm down. Calm down. Ooh, my, beef. my beef. I got hot. All right. What you got next? My last uh, Three Finger News article, Tom. <laughs> Brass Against issues an apology after singer. So, so Brass Against is a cover band for the record. Uh, Brass Against issues apology after singer Sophia Eurista pees on a fan's face during a festival set. They said, that's not something the rest of us expected, and it's not something you'll see again at one of our shows. The members of Brass Against were just as shocked as festival goers. If you watch the video at the bottom, you'll see they were not at all shocked. Uh, when singer Sophia Eurista peed on the face of a fan during their set at Welcome to Rockville, the band issued an apology on Twitter following the incident. It said, we had a great time last night at Welcome to Rockville. Sophia got carried away. That's not something the rest of us expected. It's not something you'll see again at one of our shows. Thanks for being bringing it last night, Daytona. Uh, and a since-deleted tweet, the group added, we're truly sorry, not who we are as a band. Brass Against covers band... Brass Against is a covers band known for performing brass renditions of rock songs, and Eurista's antics took place during a cover of Rage Against the Machine's Wake Up. After reportedly making several comments about how bad she had to pee, the vocalist invited a volunteer on stage to be her human toilet. She said, get my man with the can on his head ready, because we're going to bring him on stage and I'm a piss in this motherfucker's mouth. I gotta pee. And I can't make it to the bathroom. So we might as well make a show out of it. Um, I watched this video. because I was like, I got to see. I got to see. How bad is this? I want to see the video, off, Pat. The problem is you didn't put the fucking link in the timeline. I meant to. I meant to. <laughs> Dude, she pees so fucking much. It's unreal. It looked like somebody dumped a bucket on this dude's fucking face. And this dude is, first off, he opened his mouth during this. And then did like the Triple H, you know, he would drink the water bottle and then spit it into the air. This dude does that with the pee. So now he's covered in piss. It's not just on his head. You can't towel this shit off. This dude's fucking gross. And her, listen, she had to pee. So she peed. She made it a thing. She made extra money off it. She made headlines. This dude is the real fucking crazy one. He was like, I'll be the butt person you piss on. What the fuck? Some guys are into that shit, bro. You got to see how much this girl pees, bro. I'll send you the link. I want to. I want to show our listeners the link. She pees so much in this guy's face. Damn, bro. The press, uh, press against covers tools. Literal pot. Press man. All right. What happened? I was just watching. Uh, I was reading a thing underneath the yellow. Gotcha. Uh, Tom, the next thing we're going to do is a video and it's the BAMP of the week, the badass motherfucker of the week. Listen, we could show the video, right? But I don't think it's going to do anything for us. Um, we can just, because there's no real audio to it or anything. Okay. And you've already watched it. I've already watched it. Yeah. Oh, Erica just sent me the video. She already found it. Well, it's seven minutes long. So fast forward about four and a half minutes in. No, this is 45 seconds long. No, perfect. 
Oh, I got, I got some. So she looks pretty hot. All right, hold on. I'm I'll guarantee you, she's a freak. On. I'm sending this to uh, the podcast so I can play this on the show. Hopefully, the audio and everything syncs up right. Um. All right. fucking insane that lady's fucking crazy uh anyway pat what uh what, <coughs> what we got for this last story here the bad bad motherfucker of the week or whatever the the bamf of the week tom is uh what seems to be an innocent pedestrian i guess not pedestrian motorist uh filling up his gas tank uh and uh a white van rolls up Doors fly open everywhere. He's clearly about to get carjacked. And he does what any good Christian would do. He rips the gas nozzle out of his tank and just starts blasting people in the face with it. He uh, destroys the driver. He destroys the passenger that jumps out on his passenger side because now the, the the car has pulled up. It's their passenger side to his driver's side. Um, no, the driver's side to driver's side. Sorry. Uh, so he destroys the second person. Then the third person has made their way around his car, clearly going to attack him personally. And he uh, he puts the gas gun directly in that motherfucker's face and coats him uh, heavily in gasoline. And when that person starts running away, he just points it inside their van and just starts filling it up with gas. Like yeah. the fucking cargo compartment. This fucking van, which everybody jumped back into and got the fuck out of there. Uh, is essentially a bomb on wheels at this point. I hope these guys uh, hit a small piece of metal in the road. It shot up and the whole thing blew up. <laughs> I don't think that happened, but it would be super sweet if it did. This dude, just just the, the idea of like, I'm not backing down. I'm going to coat these motherfuckers in gasoline is one of the most badass things. And then doing it, man, you're a badass. Well, that, what quick thinking on his end. Right? Yeah, just the pull, idea. Because he pulls it out of his car and then just starts fucking spraying gasoline everywhere. By the yeah, way. and what's, <laughs> what, what's the worst that's happened to him? He's got to go to the car wash? Okay. <laughs> he didn't destroy his shit. He destroyed their shit, though. Their shit's fucked up. Facts. Kansas City's on the 10-yard line about to score. Let's hope it's uh, Hill. Yeah, fuck yeah. Let's go. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek. Uh, other than that, we've had two punts in the game. It's third and inches. Uh, here's a little play by play for you guys. Story of Miss Elizabeth's uh, life. 
I think they got the first down. All right, first and goal. All right, so that's it, right, Pat? That's it, man. Uh, All right, Tom, there's so, one more story, and that story is giving thanks number nine style. Yeah, so uh, I think we mentioned it. It was either on the last podcast or a podcast before. It was that, on both. Um, Pat and I want to do something. We wanted to do something for Thanksgiving, um, but because Pat's going away, um, we just really don't have the time to set it up. It's kind of my fault. Like I thought of it kind of late and everything. Uh, I would have really liked to do not. Yes, hell for the touchdown, baby. Fuck yeah. Hey Tom, Tom, I am twenty five percent of the way to one thousand seventy eight dollars. Might be one thousand seventy four dollars. I actually hit that first time touchdown score too with hell. Tom, at what point should I tell Miss Elizabeth about this bet? Because I'm thinking never. Is yeah, that the appropriate you, time frame? Yeah, why would you have to tell her what you're doing with your money? Uh, I just like you know we're partners. Yeah, but this. okay, Pat. Pat, I'm gonna say something to you just to keep it hundred. Okay, I just want to keep it hundred. You are partners in this, hundred percent. Do you guys share a bank account? Absolutely not, Tom. Do you pay for all the bills in the house? Uh, I mean, most of. Yeah, most of them. The essentials. Yeah, I, and if I don't, I could. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she she certainly contributes. I don't want to say that yeah. uh, I pay for everything. She contributes. Yes, but a majority of the things you're taking care of. Yeah. Uh, so why the fuck does it matter what you do with your money? Uh, it's not about the money. Why the fuck does it matter what you do with your money? I'm or your I, time? I, I, I will say this. If I hit this bet, I'm cashing the fuck out and getting off of this app because the app is way too much fun. <laughs> Tell me about it, bud. Tell me about it. Anyway, I told Griff today that I'm all done with this app if I didn't hit any bets today. And I assure you, I'm not. Um, anyway, back to what I was saying. Uh, so anyway, I, uh, I, I want to personally do something... Uh, for the holidays to help people out and what better way to do it than do it under the business. Um, so we've decided since we can't do Thanksgiving dinners, we're going to do nine Christmas meals for nine families in need. And we're going to help at least one family and buy all their Christmas gifts. Uh, Tom, I, uh, I told you, you were texting me. I was at breakfast. I was at the cracker barrel. That's right. We go top notch when we go out. Uh, so I was at the Cracker Barrel with uh, the Lush family, and Mister Lush, when you uh, you and I were texting, he asked what I was doing on my phone. I told him, and he said, "Well, make it ten, man. We'll buy one." So the Lushes are on board, and that got us thinking. Obviously, uh, anybody who wants to contribute can contribute. We'll do nine, but there is no limit to how many the number niners can provide. Yeah, so we figure um, it'll be about. Between thirty and fifty dollars per meal, um, and the way we're gonna do it is I'm gonna run probably a Facebook ad or something like that in in this region. Uh, yeah, obviously we're not gonna be buying fam- uh, dinners for families in fucking California, even though we we would love to help them and do that, but let's keep it local. Uh, I'm probably yeah, we gonna worry about our family be- before we worry about yours. I'll also post in something like the. Uh, the town talks stuff on Facebook. 
to get the word out. Spread the word with your friends and family. Obviously, we'll take donations to help pay for it. Um, we're setting aside enough money to do nine, right? Whatever money we raise between now and I would say the second week in December will go towards that. So any donations that you guys want to make, you guys know where to go. Number9podcast.com. There's a donation button at the bottom. You guys can hit there. Just put a note in. This is for the Christmas meal or the Christmas gifts. Um, Obviously, if we raise enough money, we would ideally, I would love to help nine families with their Christmas gifts, but that's in a an absorbent amount of money, I would think. I mean, a lot of chatting. Yeah, it, it's more than than we're gonna have. Uh, but hey, if we raise enough with the listeners we have and word of mouth or whatever, um, you know, we're done to help as many people as we can. I feel very fortunate in my life that I'm able to do stuff like this. Um, we don't make a lot of money doing this, really any. Um, so a lot of it will be coming out of our own pockets, which I think between Pat and I, we're fine with that. I think it's the right thing to do. Yeah, and, it's whatever. I'm in. And this year, it's nine. And if it goes well and we can gain enough steam, maybe next year it's 18, 27, 36, whatever multiples of nine we could do. Sound good, Pat? I'm in. Pat, we should make a little recording and run this through the ad on the uh, show. Yeah, we can do that. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe make yeah. a little, Maybe make a little video to uh to do an ad on facebook with i'm in what you need to do for me in the meantime i'll write something you get some christmas music just fucking like bells right i don't need like an actual christmas song i need christmas music not lyrics music and we'll throw that in the background of what we're gonna do so pat how about we do this how about uh wednesday we do an old school podcast we do it for my house and you come over, we'll set up an ad and everything, we'll record something before the show, and we'll get that ready since you're going to be gone a week starting Saturday, correct? What day you come back? The following Saturday? Yeah. Uh, so that brings me to our next question, since for once we're going to be able to plan for you going away. Are we doing the podcast while you're away? Are we not doing the Fuck podcast? Yeah. Okay, so you're going to do it from uh, down in the woods of Virginia. Yeah, Tom, can I tell you that your headset with your bald head and your chin strap beard, it looks like you have wrestling headgear on when you're on the podcast right now? I'm super fat, Pat. That's what happens. It looks like you are a high school wrestler. Is that better? That's better. Yeah, that's much better. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll... Uh... So how about we do that? We plan on Wednesday. We do the podcast from my house. We'll get everything all set up. We'll figure out. I'll get you set up to do the podcast from your phone on uh, next Sunday and Wednesday. Okay. Sound good? Deal. Number Niners, thank, thanks for listening. Remember, number9podcast.com. Go there and donate for the uh, food drives. Uh, you can also go to the Twitch. I believe I have a tip thing in there. You can hit that tip. Um, you can PayPal or Venmo us. Just put the the number in there. Obviously, PayPal the email the number nine podcast at gmail dot com. Venmo is no nine media, I believe. Anything you want to add, Pat? Number Niners. I say, good day. <laughs>